Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, today's episode is the conclusion of our big crossover with the Spotlight podcast. Uh, we've been playing Star Trek Adventures from Modiphius Games. Uh, I hope you've all enjoyed the crossover so far, the last uh, two, three episodes. We, we had so much fun getting together to record it and play the game. Um, so yeah, uh, we hope you've enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, before I recap what happened in the story up to this point, I just wanted to put out another reminder that we'll be at Dragon Meet 2017 in a couple of weeks' time as part of their podcast zone. It's on uh, Saturday, December the 2nd in London. Head on over to dragonmeet.co.uk for tickets and more details. Uh, it'd be super awesome to see some of you up there, so uh, come on over and say hi. Okay then, uh, the story up to this point. The crew of the Federation starship USS Aristotle received a distress call from a freighter, the USS Pelican, under attack by unknown assailants. Uh, arriving at the site of the battle, they found the Pelican abandoned and floating dead in space. Uh, while the captain led a small away team over to investigate the ship, the Aristotle was attacked by a waiting cloaked Klingon bird of prey, which they then defeated in battle. Commander McCarthy, apparently unhappy with the captain's leadership and suffering from uh, what can only be described as an insatiable lust for power, uh, attempted a mutiny and uh, tried to execute the Klingon prisoners as part of it. His uh, one-man power grab was swiftly stopped after the away team returned, however, and he was left stunned and unconscious in his own cell in the brig. Uh, Commander Roche and Ensign Ejno, meanwhile, went over some of the forensic evidence collected on the Pelican, determining that some of the blood that they found belonged to one of the ship's crew members. Uh, they then interrogated a Klingon who gave up the location of the base from which their ship had originated. Uh, we left off with the captain pondering this information as they'd have to cross the neutral zone to act on it to rescue the remaining crew of the Pelican. Uh, that's pretty much where we left off, um, so without further ado, let's jump into this, the final part of our... Uh, Star Trek Adventures crossover uh, with the guys from Spotlight. Uh, once again, I hope you've all really enjoyed the crossover so far. Let's get into it, this final chapter. At this point, the, uh, his communicator buzzes and there is a uh, call from the security officer saying, uh, Commander McCarthy's awake, sir. He's now a brown ship. He, he, leaves, he leaves the bridge in your hands um, and heads down to the security, heads down to the brig. To, and, so you're sat in your cell. You are, you are, I'm presumably seething with rage. Yeah. Uh, your failed coup d'etat. Um, <laughs> no, it's not failed yet. <laughs> you're just disarmed and locked behind a force field in the brig. Sure. Not enough to stop me. 
I don't even know what your motivations are at this point. You're just well, like... You, you probably need to I, find out. I just put you in second in command and your immediate thought was, I'm going to kill the captain and take the ship. <laughs> um, I guess so, the first clue was when he said terrorism in the... Uh... There was, I, uh, we're just, yeah, the first clue. Okay, so you, you're sitting in your cell, seething, and you look up to see the captain stood in front of you. So what have you got to say for yourself, McCarthy? You should have killed me when you had the chance, Captain. <laughs> I feel like there's two, like, <laughs> you're operating at different levels here. <laughs> like, that yeah. would be the first mistake you made today. The first, eh? What was the second? Leaving these Klingons alive. Always leaving people alive. <laughs> Your compassion is your weakness. We're Starfleet, Commander. This is what we do. That may be the way you interpret the Starfleet rules. It's the way Starfleet interprets the Starfleet rules. Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> when we get back to Starfleet headquarters, <laughs> and I tell them the shambles you've made of this operation. He says, I have a copy of the Starfleet uh, protocol guidelines on my desk. I will gladly lend you it. Don't you beat me to your office so I can peruse it? It's <laughs> a weird request. Um, <laughs> says, uh, I'll Perhaps then I will see the error of my ways, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks down his nose and he says, I severely doubt that. He, wa he walks away. So you're not even going to give me a chance? <laughs> Where's your sense of fair play now, Captain? I feel, yeah, sense of fair, but I mean, you mutinied against it with no provocation. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my provocation is that you are weak. <laughs> <laughs> and this ship is a firm hand on the wheel. Yeah, it, just as he gets the door, he turns back, and um, you can just about see him as you come. Says, uh, I think I think you should get used to that cell, Mr. McCarthy. It's in ones very much like it. Maybe all you see from now on. It'll be a familiar sight for you too. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's very like the sides of a space coffin, is it not? <laughs> a space coffin. <laughs> Not particularly. He, he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> My father was a funeral director! The door's shut. <laughs> <laughs> I know all there is to know about space coffins. <laughs> yeah. And again, Captain, you underestimate me. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> Sorry. Can I do anything with my turn? I mean... I'll go obviously try and escape. <laughs> well, it's... What do you want to do? What, yeah. Um... So, is there a way of picking the lock? No, it's a force field. Is there a way of picking the force field? Nope, it's a force field. <laughs> so there's no way of disabling it? Nope, it's a pretty foolproof cell they got designed here. Even though... Yep. When I was uh, operating the desk that operates the force field, I ensured that I did something with the uh, with the desk to make it so now that I can 
Yeah, it's a little bit of retconning there. Like, uh, I feel like that's the thing. That's what I tell you then. I feel like, I feel like no, like. <laughs> like I put it on a time lock or something like that. So, it's gonna open. so you thought ahead that like yes. right, I'm gonna get shot just in case. Well, no, just in case. I don't believe it. No, no you I. Were putting things <laughs> in there, you wouldn't have set it to open again. Yeah, you were. You're trying to desperately execute some prisoners. I don't. Like, yeah, I'm. I feel like you might have gotten yourself into a little bit of a situation here. Can I organise a prisoner rebellion? Being that the Klingons are unhappy with a lot. In fact, I, think I turn around to the other Klingons in the next cell. And say, I have a way for you to reclaim your honour. The Klingon kind of laughs again. <laughs> Were this a Klingon ship, you would have died in your attempt to kill your captain. And surely that shows Starfleet's weakness. Surely it shows that this ship is right for the plucking. Surely you could retain <laughs> your honour if you captured this ship, took it back to your homeworld, and executed. The captain on live transmission to Earth for all to see. Klingon kind of laughs. <laughs>, uh, we may have lost our honor, human, but it appears you may not have ever had any. <laughs> Six face burn. Burn. <laughs> you smell cut the way you've sold yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What honour is there in peace? Okay, we're at that point, that's a good ending quote for the scene, I think. You actually crawl from beyond here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, your guy got, incre like, literally, like, it was like zero to 60 and, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm wondering how on earth you got to commander in the first place. Well, you're not very good at your interrogation tactics. You haven't found out my motivations yet. Uh, well, people who are yeah, it just seems like you just want to kill people and take over. No, I, I think the captain just doesn't want to know. Uh, <laughs> he he, he uh, well, oh, you can have a rant at the security officer who's just sort of sat behind his desk reading if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save it for later. Okay, all right. We'll cut back to the bridge then. Uh, you, you're back at the helm station. Security officer just keeping his eye off the ball though, just <laughs> reading his mag. There's two of them there. And we'll see how one doing. He's at the desk looking at the displays. Kind of trying not to make eye contact with you because, like, he very nearly uh, let you execute people. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. um, so you feel like maybe they're not the most friendly to you either. Okay. You nearly, like, went down and took them with you sort of thing. Um, okay, so back on the fridge. <laughs> um, two of you are at your stations. The captain has, uh, has just... Um, just returned from the brig. How um, was McCarthy? Unhinged and uh, headed for a quick court martial and a, a long stay in a prison colony. He's quite, quite mad. <laughs> I think you'll find he's quite <laughs> mad. Yeah. Um, well, while I've got you here and we're on the subject, we'll set him off. I have no idea. Very well. Yeah. I'm sure it'll all come out eventually. I think it was something to do with lust for power. Well, that sounds right. <laughs> lust for power. <laughs> the, 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 
the, the Commander McCarthy story. <laughs> um, very, very well. I will uh, prepare us for departure, but I must talk to Starfleet first. To, um, oh, and would you take this copy of my camp that I found in the <laughs> possessions? I sort of flicking through it last night. Maybe you'd be injured in his evidence. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. That and his copy of Art of the Deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Planted. Seems odd that you're going through his possessions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, another side to Russia coming out. <laughs> Plotting the downfall of. <laughs> I just had my suspicions back from the beginning, Captain. That's, that's very well. It's no, no secret. At least one I of us. I never liked it. <laughs> at least one of us saw it coming, I suppose. Uh, okay, well, pre- prepare to depart, Enton. Um, I will. Uh, I'll be out presently to uh, with Starfleet answer, but uh, to readjust my seat. Yeah, it looks <laughs> the the ensign who took your place is like he's had a bag of your space raiders and it's like you're not happy about it. I've got my snacks left, he's shorter than me. Stage <laughs> <laughs> just keeps getting worse. Um, not Orson's day. Not Orson's day. <laughs> so um, shortly, the the captain reappears from his his ready room. Um, obviously, none of you were there, so I can't tell you what was said over the the, the subspace, but. Um, mm-hmm says uh, reluctantly uh, Starfleet has given us the go-ahead to cross the neutral zone but uh, they are insistent that um, should we see any sign of any other Klingon vessels other than at our stated destination the um, we are to return to our side of space we do not want to cause an incident here peace talks are already stalled I would not want to um, would not want to escalate things further so are we all clear on that mm-hmm. Is there a way of us going yes, in sir. without being stuffed like in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I must say you're looking very handsome today, Captain. Thank you. Thank you very much. What did they have I to work say out. about the great war hero Kane McCarthy? War um, criminal. <laughs> let us let us not forget that he single handedly piloted a uh, an USS vessel. Um, to a safe landing, saving the entire ship's, crew. Ship's logs indicate that uh, the technical officer, acting on scans from Ferro Roche, targeted perfectly the Klingon vessel. They only, you only said some words. This, this is a matter it. of historical records, as I'm sure you'll remember. Uh, <laughs> that was that did happen on your. Did. It did, but um, did. maybe that was the incident which fermented in your mind that. Uh, not everything was rosy up in space. Well, well, I think there'd be a lot of people speaking up for me back at Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was on the fast track after that. <laughs> well, you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, no, he doesn't mention anything about uh, McCarthy to you two, but I'm, I'm guessing this is a matter which will come up. So, okay, he says... Uh, uh, Internationally, then, to set, a, set a course for the Kumar system. Yes, Captain. Um, warp 7. Warp 7. Cool. Uh, which, which one? This would be. <laughs> this, well, this is a difficulty 1, um, control con. So, 6 and 11. So 11 but, matches it. Yeah, okay, well, that's two successes, so you gain, yes. gain another momentum because you got one more than you needed. It was only a number 1. Um, all right, so warp seven. It's it, we go. I think we'll have a bit of a jump in time here, because it's um, still a, a day or two's trip across the neutral zone. 
just for speed's sake, let's just say that you find... Uh, you, you don't notice any other ships as you're crossing, although you, you are careful to plot a course that um, avoids many of the known Klingon outposts and that. So, arriving at the edge of the Kamar system, scanning... Um, in fact, no, I'll let you do the scanning. What do you, you... You arrive at the edge of the system, what would you like to scan for? Let's do a wide-based scan for any Klingon ships that match the description of the one that we inhabited... Sure. Attacks, yeah. yeah okay. So well, yeah, again, be the same class as the one we. Did. So we're looking yep. for a Klingon warp signatures in the system. I've got a um, control nine and science five. This, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, this might be a difficulty two. Um, control and command, or is it control? And um, this would be, I think, I think uh, control, control science. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, let's go reason science. On this. Reason yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. That's even better. I've got 16. Yeah, and then one diced for the, the ship to get below a 10 on that. Okay, 3, 11, 5. 5. Cool. So, yeah, that's three successes on that. So, gain another momentum off of that one because you got yeah. one more you needed. In space, you can't detect anything. Um, this is a kind of a wide. It, it does seem to be a fairly deserted system, but it's kind of a wide scan. On one of the uh, inner planets, though, it's. it's uh, a gas giant, and it's got several moons around it. On one of the moons, you are detecting some slight signs of technology, including what could possibly be uh, like a, a, a vapor trail from a, a warp capable vessel. Mm -hmm. It seems to be leading towards that moon. Suspect. So, yes. Okay. Um, if we come around the dark side of the moon, will, be, will we be under the sensor scans of any particular outpost, or then we can source um, ourselves hidden? Up until the last minute, there may be a way of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'd be a maneuvering thing. What mm. we want to do, I think, is a plan is to launch a shuttle, like down there, and investigate on the ground. Yes, you could do that. Um, well, let's just see. Though. So you're trying to fly up and stay hidden, then I take it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's. So we can get closer. Look, we need to get closer and do a scan and see if we can find some human signals. Yeah, you can. You can try and get a little closer and do do a scan anyway, um, sort of from orbit, because as you, as I say, you can't detect any ships in you know sort of in space in the system okay. um it's possible you know no matter what way you approach you may be picked up on some kind of scan you don't know what technology they've got down there until you get near it okay. sort of thing but um yeah uh well so what order would you like to do things in get closer brothers mm -hmm. yeah okay i mean as that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not your brother <laughs> uh right um yeah, you, you could plot yourself a course um, to sort of loop around a couple of the moons to kind of try and confuse any sort of wide sensor scans and that. Yeah, I and mean, go back in time like Superman. Yeah, exactly. Just go around backwards and it's set it back. Um, so yeah, can I get a reason con check? And you can aid it with the ship's computers plus con. So the ship... Um, ship again is less than 10. So. Come on, ship. Nine. Nine. Ship does it. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, thing with the ship is you can only add the ship one if you've got at least oh, one no, success. Oh dear, two nineteens. Two nineteens. The gravitational fields around these planets are a little bit tricky. You're finding them tricky to navigate. Um, yes. You do manage to come in closer to the, the moon that you did, you know, detected the technology on, but you, you can't be sure that you were mm -hmm. remained undetected. Yeah, can lose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, running another scan, are you? As yeah, you get closer, scan. yeah. Um, so this is presence. Uh, and oh no, this be uh, reason science. Reason and science. Yeah. Ten. 
20 or 19. 19. So, so only one. Yeah, right. Um, you got your one success. Hmm, how best to do this? I think yeah. yeah, I think listeners might want a bit of threat action here. So yeah, you're gonna say, you're gonna purchase that for a biscuit. Yeah, purchase at at threat cost. Succeed yeah. succeed at a cost. It's called. Okay. Yeah. Again, again, I'm. I can't be 100 percent sure. I'm interpreting these rules 100 percent completely because this is the first time playing. But you know, whatever. We're just having some Star Trek fun, so it's fine. Um, cool. Okay, so the. Uh, the sensor scan does reveal a um, what looks to be kind of almost like it's like a small settlement, some you know um, kind of rough-looking container-type buildings um, around what looks to be it could be like a mine head sort of thing. So this is maybe some kind of mining outpost. On the you, you can't get any sense of the number of life forms. Um, you can't, you, for some reason, whatever reason, possibly the same interference that was um, getting in the way of the ship's navigation. <laughs> you, uh, you are unable to detect any um, kind of idea of what sort of life form readings there are. Um, but it does appear that landed on the outskirts of the base is another uh, bird of prey. This one looks to be a slightly larger class, um, but it's the same, similar design as the as the one that you you took out. That must be it for. Uh... Yeah, is there any way that we can disable that ship from orbit but without destroying it? Hmm. Can we do a targeted phaser blast to like at its engines so that it can't take off and fight us and we can It's a bit tough from orbit, it might take a, a good bit of shooting. Um well, I think can we can we take the ship into the atmosphere? Not this type of ship, no. Okay. The, the Klingons can land theirs as we saw in um, like End of Search for Spock and yeah. Voyage Home. But um I think as far as Starfleet ones go, the only your shuttlecraft can, but up until Voyager, none of them are designed to be going into atmosphere. So we've only got one shuttlecraft left, the left shuttlecraft two floating in space. I, I kind of assumed that you took it back on board. <laughs> like there's like a pilot. Came around, like, oh, a, now they're beaming. There's a pilot sat out there, like where the hell are they? Yeah, he's just waiting for us. Okay, well maybe you can um, can we take some shuttlecraft down? Again, again. You could take like a team down if yeah. you wanted to. Um, the captain uh, robbed of his first officer through nefarious <laughs> purpose is electing to stay on board the ship. Okay, so it's me. I'm going to pick Esno uh, and the, the fat kid going to go. That was against the wall, everybody. Okay, so how many people can we have on our team? Um, we're taking I mean, both short clocks, I think. You're taking both. Yeah. Okay. We, um, is it worth checking if? that McCarthy fellow wants to redeem himself on this potentially suicidal mission. It, we went you can check it. with him if you want. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm here as a, I'm, I'm an impartial storyteller. I'm trying to work out if that would scupper us entirely or if a bit of purpose and direction is going to help. Uh, Maybe help his ideas, can, help uh, his attitude. Earn his uh, place. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah. You feel free to go talk to him if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we could get the captain down there as well. Um, so I've been in the brig for two days now. Yeah. And over these two days, I've been working on not only the Klingons, <laughs> but the security officers as well. I've made to bring them over to my side. You remember, if you have a look at my personnel farm, I, I have, we should just gone down. I have an eleven, eleven in presence, and a focus on persuasion and inspiration, survival. Um, so, there's a lot going with me now in turning these cats over to my way. 
They're all in prison, though. Uh, no, but the security <laughs> officers aren't, and I've been working on them as well. I mean, they they're, they work in shifts, so they're in security. Yeah, I know. And there's one particular one <laughs> who I've been or one particular team who I've been working on um, all this time, and every time they come back, kind of weed all my way in a little bit as well because I've got all this food, and there must be something I can throw a dice for, see if I can turn them over to my side because I've told them my harrowing true life tale. Sure. At the end of the day, um, T- tell they, us that. What was the tale? What have you told okay, them? Okay. Well, where's the security officer? Security officer. He's kind of just sat at his desk, okay. sort of thing. What's his name? Jim. Jim. What is it? Did you ever wonder why I did this? A little bit, but it's not my uh, place to question. It's funny you should say that, Jim. I've read your personnel file. A little creepy. As commanding officer, I had to. It's not my job description. I saw how you were twice reprimanded for your posts on Human First, the uh, very popular social media group <laughs> these days. I know you hate the Klingons as much as I do. They killed my family, Jim. The attack on Wolverhampton 20 years ago today. My mother and father died in that attack. <laughs> I never forgave the Klingons for that. I hate them, but I don't blame them for these attack, Jim. Do you know who I blame? Starfleet. Starfleet for being weak on the Cleons when we had the power to wipe them out years ago and we did not take it. I know you agree. I've seen what you have to say about this. How you believe if the Klingons are to live side by side of us in harmony, then they should take on our ways and not their own. That they shouldn't be going around in all their Klingon headdresses and everything like that. They should wear a nice parker or something. So what I say to you, Jim, is why don't we take our revenge today? Execute all these Klingons. Be <laughs> <laughs> last one of them after we've used them, of course, to take hold of this ship and kill that traitorous captain. <laughs> um. Hmm. Could I roll and see if I'm straight? <laughs> I mean, it was kind of an unhinged sort of manifesto rant, but sure. Um, I think Jim's the kind of man who will listen. <laughs> I feel like you kind of decided what Jim was like at that point. But um... <laughs> Jim, you know that Ferrero has always been soft on the Klingons. <laughs> His personnel file says, friend to Klingons. <laughs> an enemy species? What kind of liberal hogwash is that, Jim? Is that the kind of man you want to follow? Because I know the captain is thinking about promoting it. 
Esner is in the doorway. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Just slowly banging away. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a, you're, you're attempting to, in one speech, convince Jim, but because you've seen his Facebook fo- posts, um, he. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, it's Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he might have liked a couple of human first posts by accident because they're pretty good with the memes. Um, <laughs> oh, there, was no, there was no accent. He's commented. Oh, no, he's, he's a regular contributor. So yeah, but you're in one fell swoop. You're attempting to convince him to. It was kind of rambling, she, and like, well, first you were like, right, let's yeah. execute the Klingons, and then you were like, let's use the Klingons to take over the but ship. But then we execute Marvels. <laughs> Leaving you... Well, it's a double cross. So we kill everybody. Yeah, Because we take them out first, kill everyone, uh, well, we kill the captain, and anyone law to him, Ferrero. <laughs> I mean, it's most people. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I think once we execute the captain and Ferrero, uh, <laughs> people will soon see my. They'll way. see what way the wind's yeah. blowing. As I say, in my values, it's my way or the highway. Yeah, I can see that. Awesome. <laughs> don't make Ferraro's mistake. And if we don't live together, we're going to die alone. That's one of mine. Probably maybe. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely an ideological split on this table. Yeah. Um, this is gonna okay. I'll let you. I'll let you roll. Like um, this would be. I think this would be presence command. Okay. But so this is gonna be difficulty four. Fifteen. What's that mean? It means you've got to get four successes. And what's with my talents? Does this help me at all? I don't know. What are your talents? Spirit discovery. Nope. Flyby. Nope. Bold. Uh, what does it say for bold? You must choose a single discipline when you set this time whenever you attempt a task with that discipline and you buy one or more d20s but aim to threat you may read uh, that, that won't come into it really okay so alright so it's presence and command yeah and you need to get criticals on both of these okay 20 and 1 so you got two successes and one complication Okay. So you needed four successes to to do it. Okay. What does two successes do? Um. So I think with your two successes, he's very you. You kind of get through as like he's a little bit. No, not so much that. So much as like (laughs) you've unnerved him with your like you and me, we both hate these aliens, don't we, kind of talk. And, yeah. like, he's a little unnerved that you looked that far into his backstory. Because, I mean, there's about 120-odd people on board this ship, and the fact that you knew what he'd been posting <laughs> at some point is a little... Prepare for this day. Yeah. <laughs> You've got your friends list. Yeah. Uh, but, like, friends of the revolution list. Um, but I don't think it's enough for him to... To, to really abandon his post and mutiny alongside you. The complication from the 20, I think, is going to be the other guy who sat there, who's kind of watching all of this. Um, he goes, uh, you know we're recording all of this, right? 
Supama plant. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this isn't going to help your case, Commander. As Jim's deleted it. Because he may, not, he may not be, he may not, with two successes, he may not be ready to let me go, but he does want to protect me. And he's saying, you know what, that's unfair, we were recording that, and he's, he's, he's doing I, that, and gone, I will do that for him. Uh, he's done enough that I will do I, that for I, him. I don't think he is, though. And, well... It's the storyteller's telling us. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we're all in the room now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you kind of caught the tail end of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, um, just tried to take a ship again. What, what did you see? Ask both of them. One guy breaks down and admits what happened. Yeah, the uh, Jim is like, look, I. I really, I strictly believe myself with Judy. Yeah, he, he kind of, um, he's like, look, I, uh, I don't got any excuse. I, I. Uh, I um bit of a racist father. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a weight mission, can I remind you of a ten in daring? Yeah, we're not making you. <laughs> eight. That is a friend. You'd be a good ones. help, but you've clearly proven we can You're trust traitorous you at all. <laughs> Because you're traitorous against Cleons and stuff. Really. Yeah. Suicide mission at the end of the day. Like, you know, there you go. Um but yeah, Jim McCarthy. <laughs> Jim kind of he he asked to be uh, he asked to be excused and he says, uh, "Look, I, I got no, I, I I didn't know he was going to go through my post and that. I'd, I'd never do anything about it. I've got I've got a sister who's um, is into that kind of thing. <laughs> um, my sister Jada, and she um, she she turned me on to some of it. But like I, I leave that I leave that at home. I don't uh, I don't let it interfere with my <laughs> I don't let it interfere with my." Starfleet work. You got to believe me, Commander. Um, I appreciate your honesty, uh, Jim. Now report for uh, therapy. Cancel the toy. Cancel the toy. Sure. Sorry, it with me, Jim. Don't listen to him, Jim. You're better than that. I'm a coffee. Shut your cake off. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Ex- I can't wait to see you behind bars. Unless you're like, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep coming and visit you, and reminding you of how my career is progressing far in excess of yours. Well, I'm sure it will. Will the cocky suck? <laughs> <laughs> this is really out of like Star Trek character now. <laughs> Oh god. Um, sure. Okay. So you guys heard the tail end of this thing. You heard about Jim. Um, yeah. I'm assuming, you, like you we say, we did about turn. And we're going to head straight to the shuttle bay, which was it was on kind of on the way. So yeah, we're yeah it's kind of on the way. Toronto. Yeah. I say, Esmo, look, <laughs> it's no such thing as a stupid idea. Only stupid people. Only stupid people. And Who's uh, on our squad then? Okay, so because it's you two and Kappa back. Yeah, Kappa could come with you. Um, they're stripping the ship of all the good people, aren't they? So it's going to be unprotected while they're away. Uh, oh no, this is invested you though. I just have only got the names of a few of them. That's all. Yeah. Um, the captain's staying with you, not with you specifically, but on the ship. Um, yeah. I think engineer um, engineer Zolix is going to come with you. Yes. As well, uh, so yeah, Catherine, Zolix, and you two. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we're heading down to the, sh- the planet. You are, yeah. Okay, it's again on approach. There doesn't appear to be any sort of um, signs of Klingon movement and that, and you're able to land the. Um, actually, no, I'm going to have you roll for 
Uh, yeah, yeah, safe for, yeah, safe landing. So this will be. I've got emergency landings as a focus. This so will be. Uh, this will be control con. Okay. Uh, difficulty, difficulty two, making a, uh, a sort of atmospheric entry, but while trying to be vaguely stealthy. Okay. Two. Pretty good. Seventeen. And one of your. What was your focus again? Uh, emergency landings. Mer uh, I don't know if emergency would kind of play into this. Small, small, small craft. Small craft. Yeah, small oh. craft replies. So yeah, you get your two successes from the two then. Nice. Okay. So, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, you're able to land without incident. Um, sort of over the next ridge from the the mining camp. It's it's kind of a um, sort of fairly fairly lifeless kind of dusty moon. Really, there is an atmosphere, so you don't need spacesuits or anything like that. As you can approach, as you as you approach the camp, you um, start to see some signs of activity around the around the buildings. Um, again, they look fairly crude. That, that it's not like you go over the ridge and there's a palace there or anything. These do look like kind of pretty much just sort of shacks and um, kind of stuff built of containers. And that this has kind of been thrown together. This isn't. It doesn't have the look about it of official outpost. It kind of looks like um, sort of off the books kind of mining operation. Okay. Right, it's time for a sensor scan. See if we can pick up any life. Yeah, and also what well, they're mining down there. Uh, yeah, you can make a tricorder scan. So this would be uh, reason science. Uh, reason science. Uh, so difficulty two again. That's what I'll do. Uh, ten. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. So um, you are able to detect. Um, about 40 or 50 life signs, you can't distinguish species at this point, um, but they're not just on the surface, you begin to, you can sort of sense some down below. Um, yeah, and as you realise that it's a mining sort of operation, you, you kind of modulate your scan to sort of be like, well, what's in this rock around us and that? And you do um, start to pick up traces of dilithium. Yeah, gotta hit them Star Trek beats. <laughs> yeah, um, plus Crimson Tide apparently. But um, yeah, <laughs> the um, yeah. So it's <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like I didn't have this plan. The, the half, the one third of you, you would be ball. like trapped in a cell. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah. So you, you can detect uh, dilithium and that. Around. Oh great! I reckon we need, we're going to go and pick off four people on the outskirts and steal their clothes. Okay. Okay. So I think so we can make uh, make our way down to the mine and see if we can get a bit closer, scope it out. So this is gonna be uh, a The old pull some behind a bush, whack whack whack, walk out and uh, <laughs> yes. screen wipe and then we'll walk out. The old screen wipe, yeah, okay. Um Alright, so kind of skirting around the edge, there, there doesn't appear to be a lot of perimeter guards too much. Um there's a few guards though around uh the edge of the, the landed bird of prey. Um, they do appear to be pretty heavily armed though, these ones, there's about five or six of them about. There's not really a fence around the area either, so it could be possible that you'd be able to sort of sneak into one of the side buildings without too much of a, you know, you, 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 you could loop around, you wouldn't have to like go in through the front mm. gate sort okay. of thing, um, unless you want to take on these Klingons. Absolutely. I think we'll skip the Klingons, go into the side building, and we'll look around for like some overalls and stuff that can cover our human Faces. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you continuing to run tricorder scans as you you kind of go um, a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, I think it was a bit of a leading question there. I realised. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're scanning the building. We've got five. 
had a 15, which is um, still, right. still, yeah. less, than still less than 16. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so we can, what, You're able to fun? pick up at this point, then, some of the life signs are human. So you would guess maybe these are some of the crew from... At least some, some of the crew from the um, Pelican may be here. Either way, there's some humans here. So wouldn't probably need to, like... Disguise themselves as Klingons, but you could put on some overalls, maybe or something. Absolutely, I don't think they got this through a recruitment agency. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you find a uh, a sort of well, one of the kind of ram. <laughs> well, one of the the kind of like cobbled together buildings. It looks to be made from like an old cargo container, um, not like how they look now, but like from a ship. Yeah, botany <laughs> bay. Um, but yeah, the. Um, uh, how would, uh, the doors are closed, though. So, how would you how would you like to proceed? Um, ooh, uh, this one to you. Uh, hmm. Is it just the one way in? Uh, from the angle you're approaching, that's all you can see. Yeah. Hmm. Does uh, yeah? Does does Kappa know? Because he's more engineering, isn't he? There's a way of unlocking it all. And Zolix is on the Zolix is with you. Yeah. yeah, he could. Um, uh, I mean, having a look at it, the um, the door does appear to be. Uh, unlocked, um, but there is a uh, yeah, it's kind of a, a bit of a mechanism to it. But without, I'm not even going to roll for that because it's not yeah, too big of a deal. Um, yeah, Zolux does manage to open it, and looking inside, you can see what looks like a, uh, a row of really kind of basic sort of cots along, or not like you know baby cots, but like kind of low quality prisoner bed housing sort of thing. Um, the whole container seems to be empty. You would guess maybe everyone's down in the mines or whatever. Um, but yeah, against one wall there is a series of sort of open kind of lockers. Um, Stick my head in and find some porn. Yeah, there's some like really kind of cheesy sort of. The centerfold's just out, you know. Yeah. On the inside of the door. Yeah. Only pelican boys. Oh yeah. Very Poontang. Yeah. I tell the page. Big Boob Bolians is a, seems to be a favourite there. Um, I don't know if Bolians have boobs. They might do. Triples over triples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triple on triple action. Um, the uh, yeah, the, you do find a couple of sets of um, old overalls though after some investigation. Cool. Yeah. Stick those on. At this point, I'm going to spend a threat point. <laughs> From behind you, you hear a rattling at the door. Coffee! Just, just a, <laughs> <laughs> um, you hear a rattling at the door, and um, you hear it begin to slide open. Are you gonna. What did, would you like to do? Duck under the cots? Oh, wait, we're dressed like them now. Yeah. Are we still. You, are, you just about managed to pull it on at the last second. I, I, I think we play this out and see what happens, because we might be like, wait, you must get down with the mine. I'm gonna play it out, and we're just like, gonna be told to get back to work, and then we'll be taken down to where we need to go. We're still armed, of course, but they won't be able to see that. Yeah, yeah you've kind of concealed them, in, concealed your faces. So I think inside. we'll play it out and see what happens, just act like we're just being mucking about. Sure. Laughing and joking much as ourselves. Ha! The ah. 16! Oh man! Oh. What a day! Yeah. <laughs> God, it was really hard mining. It's like it's backbreaking work. Do you know what's from that slavery is? They don't pay you. <laughs> we'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, they don't pay you. We'll let you go. <laughs> uh, so the door opens and a, a pair of Klingon guards standing there, looking kind of angry. They kind of um, gesture. 
What are you all doing in here? Get back to work. Well, we're kind of new here. Um, which way back to work? <laughs> <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> Klingon McClingham face. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. I feel like I don't understand him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. I mean, um, speaking of the Klingon. He, uh, he walks up to you and cracks you in the side of the head with the, uh, the butt of his uh, phaser rifle, the disruptor rifle. Okay. And he gestures out the door. He's, get back to work. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Get back to work. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll say uh, I'll, uh, I'll roll one damage point for that just yeah, to see, well, see well, if I've it... I've got much stress. I don't think I can take many hits in the head. <laughs> one too many hits with the snake. One too many hits in the fucking brain box. So that's, that's a one. So yeah, you take a point of stress, stress. damage. Okay, okay, that's off. So yeah, you're you're feeling a little bit I'm a woozy. Bit but I'm taking one for the tea. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, they they kind of usher you towards uh, the larger, more permanent looking of the structures, which seems to be um, what would you get? You would guess from your orbital scans is kind of like the um, the mine head sort of thing. Um, inside there is a uh, sort of an elevator. Uh, well, it's not really. A, I would call it a turbo lift, but it's kind of a bit of a ramshackle sort of um, metal construction that is leading down into the mines. They shove you onto the elevator and pull the lever. They don't follow you onto it, um, and it slowly starts lowering you down the shaft into the ground. Uh, <laughs> against, minus yeah. 70, please. <laughs> <laughs> against my better judgment, are you doing anything while they're on the... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Funny shots. Yeah. Um, I got that. Yeah, sorry. Can you, I you ask, sat there and can like, ask a question? Sure. As I searched before I was thrown into this cell, because it doesn't seem like it. I don't remember that being mentioned. I, I noticed you looking at your sheet, and you don't have your phaser on you anymore. No, don't have my phaser. But was I searched? Um, they gave you a bit of a pat down, yeah. Search properly. Standard procedure. Yeah, standard. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they beam Klingons in without the weapons, which are deactivated on point things, I think they can probably. Search you and. Well, what are you thinking? So, what I'm asking is, do they find the bomb? The plastic. It's funny that I was hiding in my undercrackers. Almost like making this I feel like. I feel like you don't even find it. Well, just well, no, you, you shout it out all over the place. <laughs> yeah, when they're stunned, it's just like, they're, oh, God, look at this weird experience. Okay, so I've been working on the Klingons again. <laughs> been working on them at the same time we work on Jim. Now, I would have thought they're a bit more malleable than Jim because they're prisoners at the end of the day, and I've given them a way that they can reclaim their honour. Right. Right. At some point, they've got to feed us, right? So at some point, they've got to open those force fields to feed us. Yeah. There's some um, kind of slots on the wall that stuff goes through. But they can't, I mean, this is Starfleet regulation. We're all talking about how, like, you know, Starfleet are really peaceful and everything like that. They're not going to just keep us cooped up in tiny cells. This is, I could quote the rule book at them, Geneva Convention, everything like that, and say, look, you've got to let us out for regular exercise. Uh, we've been in here for days, and you've got to let us out to have a run around and such. I don't think they do, though. No. 
Is it enough trying to instigate? We 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 may exercise bike in there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the little zippy hole which you saw in the darkness where you can put the food through, so we can throw that. In yeah. Throw it <laughs> I know you're trying to find a loophole to get out. Um, That's not your job. Your job is to react to the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, well, what have, what have you been saying to the Klingons, then? I know you've been working on them, but... Well, I've been saying... <sighs> you either die without honour, or you die with it. That's your choice, and surely as Klingons, you would do anything to restore honour. <laughs> it's tough. It's, a, it's an awkward situation, because, like... They, they lost their honour by being captured in the first place, so at this point it's kind of, there isn't... Yeah, and you're a captain too, so yeah. I'm not going to respect you at all. But I think that, well, no, no, because they won't judge me by the same rules that you guys would, because they don't respect Starfleet or anything about it anyway. So they're just going to be like... So how, it, how why do you think they'll believe you that you can restore their honour? Because I've given them a good plan. I mean, have you though? Yeah. Escape. Uh, execute the captain in front that's of... That's not a plan, that's, uh, like a, that's like a goal. In front of an audience. <laughs> that's more of a general in front, goal, In yeah. front of an audience of uh, billions and <laughs> humiliate uh, the Starfleet forever and, yeah, and take command of one of their ships. So you're a Klingon traitor now. Well, no, I'm going to portray them all later. But they <laughs> um, they, they, they ponder your suggestion. Okay. Okay, back on the planet, um, the elevator opens out onto quite a wide kind of hollowed out kind of gallery sort of um, bit, There's, and all around the walls there are um, various people all dressed in similar overalls to the ones you found that seem to be uh, sort of mining away with quite crude implements at the, at the cavern walls. Minimal guards, but there are two or three um, Klingons sort of keeping watch around the elevator area. You would guess, looking around, you can see the elevator's the only way in or out. Uh, it's a few humans. Uh, there's uh, enough there that you would guess that it could be, that look a little fresh as well, that could be the crew of the Pelican. Uh, the rest are kind of a varied kind of sort of motley collection of different species. There's, a, there's, a, there's another few kind of humans scattered here and about. There's um, there's one large Gorn kind of hacking at the, um, hacking at the wall with a sort of uh, sort of makeshift kind of pickaxe type thing, and one of the Klingon guards is pretty much keeping an eye just on him. Yeah, then that's yeah, it's kind of a, a good se selection of a variety of aliens. We've been ushered in by the Klingon. Yeah, they kind of push you forward and kind of get get back back to it and push you towards the group of humans. Okay, so I'm whisp I'm going to whisper to uh, so like play along, do some digging. And try to see if you can speak to any humans mm -hmm. when the Klingons are looking and find out who the people are, if they are the people in the Pelican, and say, we move tonight. Okay. When we're back in the bunks, but that's when we're, gonna make, when we're all together, we'll, have, we'll, we'll make a break for it. I think because otherwise we're going to be stuck down here. I mean, you, you could, there's not a lot of room on the shuttlecraft. Um, I, well, we could. Ooh, you could take over the further pressure. Yeah. Further. Is that? Uh, you could just, you could just, as soon as you, you could just beam out from the surface. I'm um, possibly. I'm giving. I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm just, yeah. So we need to rally them to 
to say this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just needed a leader to yeah. corral them into this. Okay, uh, so break. basically it's our persuasion now to get mm. a broken crew to agree with us that a breakout is possible. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're kind of ushered towards the, the group of humans anyway. Um, there's a few kind of makeshift tools sort of lying on the ground that you're able to pick up between the four of you. Um, I mean, there's the th- you three humans, and then um, Zolux is kind of there. He's, he's, his overalls had like a kind of hood on that he's kind of using to hide his um, antenna a little bit. You get the feeling he's not too comfortable underground. Um, Andorians generally come from a kind of underground thing, and it's pos- possible that he didn't, you know, his joining Starfleet was a way to escape that. Um, but yeah, you will kind of pick up uh, influence and sort of make your way in amongst the group. Um, they kind of they kind of look around at you a little bit, um, unlike the Klingons who just kind of let you pass. These ones seem to be kind of not recognising you, but sort of like looking like these people and you like they they weren't with us, sort of thing. What would you like to say to them? What are you what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to say, are you crew of the rescue ship is here. The uh, the there's a a human, um, human female next to you. She kind of looks around and says, "I, I was first officer of the Pelican. Where, rescue ship? Where, where, are, where is it?" It's an orbit waiting for our signal. We, we need to get out of here. They've uh, got us working almost day and night, mining their dilithium for them. We thought we were safe over the other side of the neutral zone. That's uh, they, they raided us. They were so quick. Is the rest of your crew here as well? And there's, uh, there's five or ten of us left. The um. They were, well, they were, well, there was only 20 of us to begin with, a lot of them. A lot of us were killed during the raid, but... Uh, I know, I tasted their blood. That's... <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot he did that, actually. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry we're late, we had some uh, internal problems, but we're here now. Can you speak the language of these other aliens? I think, but yeah, between, just out of character talking, I think between... Yeah, you'd be able to spread a message. I, uh, I, I nod over to the Gorn and say to this woman, "What's what his deal? Is he with you?" No, he was. Uh, he was here when we here when we arrived. We've only been here about a day, a day or so. They seem to keep an eye on him, though. I think he's dangerous. Yeah, he could come in handy. I think. Yeah, get a message to Gorn that he's going to kick off when we make our jailbreak. Um, can we try the communicator from here, or is we risk being like? Uh, you m- uh, hmm, hmm. Because I think question. if I was underground, I think perhaps it would be interference. I don't know. And also, it's it might, worth, might be worth a go. This, this is, yeah. This is a hand communicator. You haven't got badges yet because yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's up to you. It might draw the guard's attention. I think we could be, we're going to hold off doing anything risky. Let's mm-hmm. just, uh, just do our shift. Put your, put your time in. <laughs> we're doing it very lax, so, you know, lax. Just. Uh, chipping away. No, no, we got to we got to put back into it. We need to convince them. Oh, damn it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good point to jump in time a little bit. Several hours pass. Nightfalls. Yeah. Um, now the now crowded elevator um, seems to lift half of the inmate up. Um, you guess they want to be mining day and night, but including all the the crew of the Pelican do come up and you. You guess the guards thought you were part of that crew, sort of thing. Um, among several of the others, including the Gorn, although the Gorn's kind of kept himself in the corner of the elevator, nobody seems too intent on engaging in much in conversation, and he kind of, you know, he's kind of a scary sort of thing, about seven, eight foot tall. You're feeling a bit battered and bruised, really. You've put in four or five hours of back-breaking mining work. Um, 
and uh, yeah, so sort of mingled in on the elevator. There's a couple of Klingon guards with you, just sort of escorting you back to your back to the bunk. Um, getting to the surface, the uh, the bird of prey is still there, um, but no other signs of anything else weird going on at all uh, as you're escorted back to the bunk. Okay, we're in the room now, mm-hmm. and everything left alone. Yeah, the guards actually after you were put in there, the guards locked you in. Okay, so we have four phases. I believe you got four phases, four communicators. Four communicators. Which we don't bring the ship. And you, you've got your tricorder. As yeah. Well. Science tricorder. Okay. Let's call the ship, Captain. Okay. So, uh, Captain answers his. Uh, finally answers his. Ah, oh, good. Good to hear from you, Commander. We. Uh, you missed your last check-in. We uh, didn't. Uh, we couldn't get through to you at all. Yeah. Well, we've been uh, doing very backbreaking labour for the last four hours, but we've managed to infiltrate. Um, prison mining colony. We have located the survivors of the Pelican and we're ready to transmit our coordinates and you yep. lock on and beam us out of here. Uh, yes, of course, we will uh, We'll do that. Um, I feel uh, we'll, we'll get you up as well. It's a shame we can't do more about this base at this moment. But well, we... as soon as you get us up there, we nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. Well, uh, leave that to me. Well, we're sending you the, trans- uh, the coordinates of the bird of prey. So that's we'll- that's probably it. Might go for that kind yeah. of thing. Nuking the whole site from orbit is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We was, we're sending you our coordinates, but then if you send a torpedo down, you'll be able to take out the bird of prey to a high degree of accuracy. I I agree. We will uh, we'll, we'll prepare our attack till we lock on. So a minute or so passes. It's quite tense. Um, the container room does have some sort of small kind of slat windows along the side and you can see no 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 uh, nobody's looking in but like as you you're sort of standing there waiting the um you can see just in the distance sort of a few guards kind of making their way around um at this point you remember that the shuttle's also on the you've parked it um but that's you know last thing from your mind at the moment you're kind of a little bit trapped in the container <laughs> this may be a case of write the shuttle off to save some people yeah um so it's a little tense you see some guards kind of write off shuttles. yeah <laughs> well you got the first one back so <laughs> you're willing to write it off that's what yeah. this, this is a post money scarcity free society i'm sure you can just make another one yeah yeah <laughs> the um minute passes and then suddenly the the kind of rising i'm gonna have the sound effect i don't know why i made this noise as the transporter beam you find yourself um the area around you dissolving as this blue light comes up and you then suddenly you are on the transporter pad in the transporter room of the aristotle yeah 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 um heading straight up to the bridge or you're still wearing all your overalls and things straight to the bridge straight to the bridge making sure we hit the hit the target yeah okay um you get onto the bridge just as just the captain says, ah, good, good timing there, Commander. Uh, Ensign, very, very good work down there. Um, overall, you'd got about 20 people out. Um, i say the others were still down in the mines, mm. sort of thing. Um, Sorry. It's, yeah, hey, you did your best, sort of thing. <laughs> it's a bit of a tough situation there. You know, you don't want to start... A, we never promised well, anything to them. Well, the thing is, I, I feel like if we start spreading the word too much, they might be a traitor. You're not meant yeah. to be over this side of the neutral zone anyway. Yeah. Admittedly, they weren't meant to be over yeah. the Federation we, side. We but the balance. Mm. A little bit, we yeah. The ship pad might be able to get some others out. Oh, and also, we need, we need to torpedo the uh, shuttlecraft from orbit as well. So oh, no, no evidence. No evidence that we were ever there. 
but that's still broadcasting our thing signature so we cannot I mean it's got USS Aristotle painted on the side so yeah. it kind of might <laughs> might, yeah. might want to we need to get out of it but to, yeah, destroy the bird of prey as a kind of like a warning to them. it could have been an industrial accident could have been we, uh, okay can we modify a torpedo dilithium is very um, very volatile yeah okay well can we modify a torpedo that kind of like soft lands and then <coughs> looks like a mining accident soft landing torpedo I mean well they did on the Genesis planet <laughs> That's true, but that wasn't really armed, was it? That was kind of okay. just a. That was, was, a, was one of those space it. coffins that um, <laughs> McCarthy was going on about. Like a uh, textbook. Yeah. Can point. we cause any like landslide? Can we torpedo a mountain side that just covers them all? Um, I mean, your best bet, I'd still say, would probably be aiming for the bird of prey and then also firing one at the um, the, mm. the uh, shuttle as well, just to oh, kind yes, of. Yes, it okay. just exploded. Okay, so um, have we got our tactical officer. Yeah, the tactical officer. I mean. Uh, I can roll this if you like. Yeah. Um, you guys can assist if you want with the the pinpoint targeting from your. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So running a scan. Okay. So also the. Oh yeah, that might be an idea. Well, no, yeah. we've got the coordinates. Anyway. That's what I mean. I just meant you'd get to roll one dice as your kind of assist. But okay, it's going to be with the ship weapons uh, weapons security. So you got to roll under eleven with the ship one. I'm going to have the tactical officer roll. It's going to be I think it's control security. Yeah. That's what I did earlier. I'll do it all in one because then it'd be a cool kind of like barrage okay. torpedo thing. So that is, uh, yeah. Uh, what did you get? 18. 18. Did you roll for the ship? I get to roll as well. Yeah, we want to get under 11. Two. Two. So, yeah, that's, that's all of four of us. <laughs> that's the two successes we needed. So you watch as the ship um, orbits it, like, you know, from the view screen, these two torpedoes go down through the atmosphere one of them catching the bird of the prey on kind of the bird of prey on kind of the neck and just it sort of it kind of the neck bit you've got like long distance optics on the screen um yeah, the neck CNN snaps um and it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> the foil fields are amazing. It, yeah the, the kind of neck connecting bit on the bird of prey completely obliterated and immediately after that the main body of the bird of prey just goes up in a huge explosion the second torpedo hits dead on the shuttle which has kind of got you've, you you know you knew where you parked um, <laughs> remember we're in the itchy lot um, that, again you just see a sort of you're focused on the, the bird of prey but off to the side you see another explosion go up and um, your work here seems to be done okay Woo. Yeah. Okay, take us home Mr. Rezzo yes I'm back in the chair Back to the Federation and the, the court martial of the Commander. Kate McCarthy. Will we see him again? Who knows? <laughs> but I think that's a good point to pull our little storyline to a uh, to close here. So what happened to me? Why are you in the brig? What about the Klingons? Oh, they're also in the brig. Yeah, but I turned them, didn't I? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, let's say you did. They're still in a cell, we can't do anything. But as soon as we're really soon we have a chance. Well, who knows what happens next. I think we're going to yeah. Hannibal Lecter for now. <laughs> yeah. If we need like, advice on other missions, we get yeah. him and he's just doing Hey, if we play again, you can play as like a regular like Starfleet guy and like McCarthy could be your guy's nemesis. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, you a bit like, um, who's that guy uh, in uh, Tom Hilson in that show before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, yeah, uh, I know that didn't go to. <laughs> I will have my glorious revenge if my name isn't Kane McCarthy. <laughs> so yeah, on that note, I want. <laughs> you have made an enemy of me. Oh yeah, do I get promoted or what? Um. <laughs> Yeah, sure, why not? Yes. <laughs> 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 like he's done. <laughs> Do I get my space raiders back? Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah! yeah, yeah. Can I take uh, Mr. McCarthy's sandwich down to him? Sure, okay, we'll have like a little epilogue here yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I've got you a bloody sandwich here. Mr. McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate bloody. Enjoy that. <laughs> and the credits roll. <laughs>
so yeah cool uh thanks a lot for joining me guys um let's uh, yeah i i can't begin things i can't end them either so yeah <laughs> cool right okay that's about going to do it for this episode we hope you've all enjoyed it uh, next time we'll be rejoining our D&D 5th edition storyline and our adventurers Prontz, Enervay and Bork as the mystery deepens in the village of Erevale. Uh, in the meantime, however, we always want to hear your thoughts, comments and questions about the show and you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice and you can also email us directly at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, it'd be really great if you could rate and review us as well. Uh, I know every podcast asks you all to do this, but uh, we really do want to hear your opinions, and it, it actually really does help us to reach new listeners. Uh, so yeah, once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you all next time. <laughs>